That was lightning. <laughs> it sounded like a, a a body falling or something. Oh. How would you do? <laughs> the lightning? Well, lightning doesn't make a noise. Oh, okay. lightning doesn't make a noise. Thunder, though. That thunder, fuck you. Anything like thunder. Lightning, is that what makes noise? Thunder, fuck you. <laughs> That's a very That's specific a specific reference. Wow, truly. Um, Advanced. Because thunder always comes after lightning. Ka-chow. Hey guys, <laughs> welcome back to Inebriated Inc. Uh, for spooky season, and we're getting drunk for spooky reasons. Uh, we're gonna be we're doing we're doing the marathon. We're doing the thing. We're doing the thing. Happy Halloween season, everybody! It's October. It's time to get fucking spooky. It's not October at all, actually, for us. <laughs> Um, it is September 10th currently, <laughs> but like we said, we are, um, making episodes in advance so that we can have a, a full and fun October. So we can enjoy our Halloween and not have yeah. to worry about y'all. Yeah, sure. Yeah, that's <laughs> why. <laughs> uh, what do we, what are, we're watching mine first. Yeah, we're watching so, Draven's first, so... Do we want to tell them the full plan or have it be I think, surprises? I think it'd be fun to have the full plan out there. Okay. So right now the plan is to have Draven's pick, my pick. Uh, Draven's pick is Murder Party, obviously, this episode. My pick will be Midsummer. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we will watch... Because I've never seen Murder Party and he's never seen Midsummer, so yes. that's kind of what we're doing there. And then neither of us have seen the Nicolas Cage horror movie Mandy, so we're gonna watch that. And we've had some fan suggestions for Killer Clowns from Outer Space, so yes, so that's gonna be our Halloween episode. Yes, we're hoping to throw some little episodes here and there. If they come, they'll be a surprise. Yep, so. those will be little surprises. But um, those there's will be probably the, only gonna be one or two of those. This will be the razor blade in your Snickers. <laughs> Jesus, how the fuck do you put a razor blade in Snickers? Huh? How do you put a razor blade in Snickers? You just kind of slide it in there. If you're going out of Snickers <laughs> real quick, you're not gonna notice that there's a razor blade in there. Right? Who? Who? But who? First. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, there's a fucking owl in here. <laughs> First, they would have to unwrap it, put the Snickers in there, and then wrap it again without you noticing. Then you slide it through the wrapper into the Snickers. I don't know why I'm telling you how to do it. And then you tape the wrapper back up. Tape it? Yeah, why not? That's so much more obvious than like... Just a big gap in there? Yeah. You think so? Yeah. You know, I there's been times on Halloween where I've had like a wrapper open. Mm-hmm. And I'm like... I'm gonna, I'm still gonna take the chance, you know. Yeah, I, yeah, same. But you like if it's the little fun size candy bars, what's gonna be in there? Thumbtack. Who 
the fuck is doing that, Draven? Me. <laughs> no. <laughs> Uh, not who because spends their time. Not because I want to hurt anybody, but I can't stop thinking of ways to put things that don't belong in candy in candy. That's truly terrible, and I, there's literally no way you've ever done that before. No, I haven't. Yeah, <laughs> It'd be so easy to slip a Molly into a Reese's. But anyways, there's no <laughs> way that would work. You let no. You put it in there. You get it melty. Put it in there. Then it's a melted fucking Reese's. <laughs> no, listen, listen. You let the you let the Reese's melt. Pop Molly in the middle of that hoe, and then you put it in the a fridge. It's still <laughs> deformed, melted Reese's cup. Has that ever stopped you from eating a Reese's cup? Uh, on Halloween, yeah. Not me. I'm especially eating... now that I know this is wh- <laughs> what you're fucking thinking about. I don't know what somebody who's actually nefarious would fucking do then. It's a good point. I'm the tip of the iceberg. God damn. I, I'm so anxious now. I need alcohol. Speaking of tip of the iceberg. <gasps> what? <laughs> Why are you sweaty? What the fuck? <laughs> Go. What is the, what's no, I was going to make a dumb joke, but you seem like you're over it. <laughs> oh, God. Speaking of tip iceberg, this intro is 40 more minutes. 40 more minutes? This intro is 40 more minutes? Forget it. <laughs> I'm not funny. No. <laughs> nice. All right, now you're just stressing me out. <laughs> Why are you stressed? I don't know. It just really boiled up. Oh, sorry. Would a Reese's cup make you feel better? Absolutely not. This loose Reese's cup I have in my pocket. <laughs> anyway. Anyways. Uh, what are we doing? We're watching Murder, Murder Party. Party. It's a movie I saw. I don't have my phone. God damn it. But it's a movie I saw a long time ago. Yeah. Watched it by myself. I probably watched it like five times that day. Just because I got really into it. What? My brain be doing that sometimes where I like something. I'm like, I got to do that a whole bunch of more times in a row. I'm a problem. (laughs) You are a problem. (laughs) Anyway, uh, do you have any information about it? No, my phone's over there. Go get your fucking phone then. It's charging. Look it up. And remember it. I'm st- I'm truly so anxious now. Why? I don't know. That conversation really stressed me out. Then <laughs> <laughs> you made this dumb joke about the intro being forty minutes. I can't breathe. <laughs> Do you need to take a break? No. Just just go. We're almost done. Murder party was made in two. Now I'm anxious. <laughs> Murder Party was made in 2007. It's a it's a horror comedy. Okay. It's also an hour and 19 minutes long. I noticed. It's got some and some people in it. Nobody would notice like nobody real big in it, but like the main guy uh who directed it? Uh Jeremy Soliner. 
What was that last name? Soliner. Soliner. I think. I'm trying to see if he did anything else. He did um, true. He did two episodes of True Detective, one episode of The Killer Speaks, which is a actual like serious documentary. So it's weird that he went to horror comedy after that. No, he did that after? after he did this. Odd. Anyways. Were you going <laughs> to tell us anything about the actors or anything? Um, I don't... I said that you noticed some, but there's like only one guy that you'd notice. Okay. And I don't even know what I noticed him from, so... Gotcha. Recognize. That's recognize. a better word. <laughs> it's a better word for sure. Well, do you want to just uh, hop into this? I mean... Um, do you want to talk about the drinks that we're about to make? Oh, yeah. Yes, absolutely. So we're going to do yawning and then... Um... <laughs> we're going to have an anxiety attack and then we're going to yawn for a little bit. And then what drinks are we making? We're going to do um, special cocktails, special Halloween cocktails for each episode. Um. This one, I I try to get like red Halloween cocktails. So we have. Um, this is a very gory, bloody movie. Yeah, so we have um, Dracula's Highball, uh, the Morte seventy five, and Freddy's Fizz. I it could be Mort seventy five. Mort like is French. French for death. Yeah. Hold on. Did you <laughs> Did you not know that? Morte. 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 Oh no, that's Italian. Morte. <laughs> Sorry. Did you look at French? No. Mort. Anyway. <laughs> the Mort 75, which is a play on French 75, obviously, now that we uh, have established that. Play on what? The French 75 is a drink. I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, I had them in New Orleans, uh, and they're pretty good. You get made fun of a lot. I was just thinking about this. You get made fun of a lot about talking about your New Orleans trip a lot. I I, get made fun of a lot? Kendall makes fun of you all the time. Oh, you're right. Yeah, she does. Uh, But I feel like that's the first time you've mentioned it on this podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. (laughs) <laughs> it just uh was a great experience that um like had a lot of new experiences in it you know what i'm saying right so when you got your first tattoo no that was my second tattoo oh that was your first time getting a second tattoo though so yeah it was my new first experience. time getting an ankle tattoo <laughs> for sure new experience yeah it was my first time getting a tattoo on vacation as well mm. Those are two things I've never done. Yeah. Never been on vacation. <laughs> never gotten a tattoo. Uh, speaking of vacation, we just went to a lake for Labor Day weekend. Oh, and Christ. fucking um, our walking PSA is for wear your fucking sunscreen. Yeah. <laughs> I look like a horror movie right now. So I'm glad I can do that for October. It's like peeling skin. I I got like everywhere for a week. 
I got like lizard shoulders right now. Yes. Like it's real rough. Yeah. Um, wear sunscreen, even if it's not going to be sunny, because also UV rays still go through the clouds. So even though it doesn't look like it's sunny, you're still getting radiated. <laughs> so the clouds are a bitch and they don't do anything. Yeah. Except for rain. And they cool down the earth a little bit. But anyway, um, wear your sunscreen. Thank you. Uh, and we're going to watch. We're going to get fucking drunk because now I'm anxious. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and the best way to handle that is to drink substance abuse. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Hey, well, wait. Oh, you're already drinking. What the hell? Also, we're taking a shot anytime a jump scare gets us. Oh, shit. We're doing that? I'm doing that at least. Oh, boy. Um, All right. Did we say what we were drinking tonight? Which one are we oh, about no. to drink? Yeah. Um. <laughs> are we doing the Mort? Mort. I think we should do the Mort 75 and the Dracula Highball because they're both go. gin drinks. Cool. That's what we're doing then. All right, we'll see you guys in a little bit and let you know how those taste and uh, also about the movie, I guess. Yeah, maybe. Boo! <laughs> Whoa! That's a shot. <laughs> Welcome back. Amazingly, it's uh, the same day still. Yeah. Not often we do that. No. Anymore. I like the color of this a lot. Which one are we drinking now? Is it Mont? 45, yeah. 75. 75? Yeah. That was 45. That was French 75. Got these very cute little champagne glasses today. Yeah. What did you think of the movie? It was very enjoyable. It's uh, the intro really got me in the mood for Halloween because it's very, it's very low budget, but um, low budget and like handheld kind of shots. Um, and the intro was just like, shots around New York um, during Halloween time, but like detailed shots. Mm -hmm. So they have like the Halloween cupcakes being put out in the bakery, the pumpkins, the pumpkin carvings, the Sharpie on the pumpkin. A little just festival very... kind of thing look like, mm -hmm. like big puppets. Yeah, just very like Yes, this is Halloween. Mm -hmm. um, it takes place in one night. Big fan of those kind of movies. Um, yeah, Halloween night. Uh, yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd say it's a very good, especially with how short it is. Mm -hmm. It's very good, like warm up. <laughs> uh, oh, warm up's the right word, but like. 
a great movie to watch for the first of the season. The first one yeah. for the season, yeah. So yeah, there's a lot it's of a places to build from there. Yeah. I like I think the thing I like most about this movie is it feels like it's a great concept. And I mean some parts are executed very well, but if it would have had if it if there was more time to take care of it, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like to fully pro like Yeah. Explain all the things out. Yeah. It'd have been great. Yeah, there's a lot of like it is very short, like that's, I said. That's what makes it feel like it's kind of like a find is because yeah. it's a great story, great ideas, but they're not all fully fleshed out. Yeah. There's a lot of shots where it feels like some is some of it is cut off or like sequences where it feels like it's just a little shorter than it should be. Um, especially during like the the murder scenes cuz like I said, it's low budget, so like they can't show that full gore. Mm-hmm. I think they really save it for the right places, though. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 I, don't, like, I don't have a problem with any of the gore. No. It's really well done. It is well done, but like I said, like some of it's just one shot, and then they won't have like the bodies in it for a while because gotcha. they're saving. Shaving money. Yeah. By not having all those actors in the entirety of those uh, scenes. A lot happens. A lot does happen for how little it feels like happens. Like, we're in one spot for the vast majority of this movie. Mm -hmm. Really? Yeah. Besides the beginning and the end. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Do we want to take it through? Take it through. Our our protagonist, his name is Chris. We find out he is... Um, he's a meter maid. He's a meter maid. Living by himself with in a little apartment in New York. With it, Well, by himself, but with his cat. Sir uh, Lancelot. Sir Lancelot. The, um, uh, big fan. Uh, incredible actor, Sir Lancelot. Yeah, Savvy was so yeah. excited when that fucking cat popped up on the yeah, screen. I love cats. And he did such a good job. <laughs> and looking, then, looking right at the camera. On his walk home, we see him step on a letter. Mm, and yeah. when he opens it up, it says, Murder party. Yeah. Come to this address at this time. Come alone. Yep. And. Which, you know, they point out. Like, it says murder party on the invitation. Like, if you're dumb enough to go there. Yeah. No, you're dumb. You deserve to die. Yeah. Um, but we see him, you know, getting ready for his holiday, hol- uh, holiday, his Halloween evening, which is, I guess, eating a whole popcorn bowl full of uh, candy corn. Well, he didn't eat it. He he, he was did like, pour it all out, and then he set it outside. I don't feel like that was the original plan, though. I feel like the original yeah. plan was to sit there and eat that whole fucking bowl right. of candy corn mm-hmm. while watching scary movies, and then... I feel like it's because Sir Lancelot doesn't get up. That, that he, he decides to go. Yeah. <laughs> Sir Lancelot doesn't get out of his spot. Mm-hmm. So then he makes pumpkin bread, and then... Makes a costume out of cardboard, mm-hmm. which is a knight, and then he heads to the murder party with his 
Pumpkin bread. Pumpkin bread. Yeah. We get there and we're introduced to four characters. Don't remember a lot of their names. Uh, I think there's five. When we get there. Yeah. One is Liza or Lisa. One's Bill. One's Paul. And the other one starts with an M. And then Sarah. Oh, look at that. Sir Lancelot <gasps> is credited on the IMDb. Do you know what his name is? No. Puff Snooty. <laughs> Amazing. Love him so much. We got Mackin. M-A-C-O-N. Yeah. Lexi. Lexi. Sky. Sky. Paul. Paul. I got Paul and Bill. And Bill. <laughs> so we get Lexi, not Lisa, and Sky, not Sarah. Yeah. Okay. We get to this party. He walks in with the bread. He's like, hey, happy Halloween. I'm Chris. Mm-hmm. And... First off, the the party is in an abandoned warehouse. <clears throat> First motherfucking red flag. Um, but he keeps going. Mm-hmm. Um, Why don't you just take us down the red flags? Uh, the very first red flag is the invitation. Second red flag is the building itself on the outside. Because you have this, to go through like two doors. Yeah, yeah, decrepit door, both unlocked. One was a gated like porch door, like gate fence. Yeah, door. more like a fence. Yeah. Um, second red flag. As soon as you walk in, there's just a bunch of boxes and shit all around. Uh, third red flag. Nobody is saying anything. Still, he he said hello at the door. Nobody mm-hmm. said anything, and he still went inside. First thing that happens when he walks in is he makes eye contact with the guy with the wolf mask, and he mm-hmm. pulls like throws the cigarette away and pulls his mask down. Yeah. Red flag. Real quick. Hide in his face. Red flag. No, the red flag. Somebody's doing coke at the table. Red flag. Red flag. Lexi's doing coke. Lexi, I'm not sure what her costume is supposed to be. Yeah, no. It's interesting, though. It's like a horizontal David Bowie. <laughs> um, uh, and then there's a bunch of fucking weapons. Uh, an axe, a chainsaw, a and bat. tarp laid on the floor. And plastic sheets yeah. laid all over the place. Um... So, you know, he had a lot of chances, a lot of opportunities. And then they're all, like, surprised when they see him. So. Before that, though, like, before we even get there, one of my favorite scenes is when he's getting rapped at in the subway. Oh, yeah. He said, uh, he said something like skillful with the vocabulary. This ain't no regular uh, bars. This is your obituary. Yeah. And then it cuts to him walking in there. I think that's clever in a way. It was. Um, just, you know. He really should have been catching on the energy of the of the day. Yeah. <laughs> but I think you pointed out that it's more so not that he's dumb necessarily and went, but that he just was so lonely and had nothing else to do. That he was like, oh, I got an invitation yeah. to a party. I'm going to go. He seems like a dick dong, but really he's just lonely. Like, cause he does mm. some. Well, he does do some big ding dong things, but yeah, he is a ding dong. But 
Or as in this movie that they keep using the word dildo for some yeah. reason. Like every time they refer to him, they say dildo. Like who's this dildo? Yeah. <laughs> Which I just, they say it so much. Yeah. Was that a phrase that people use a lot in 2007? I was too young to was know. Was that so swag to say back in 2007? Oh. <laughs> Sorry. Chills. That was terrible. Comes in and they're like, he's like Paul. He's dressed like a, a 20th oh, right. century vampire. Mm -hmm. And he's 19, like. Or I think it's like 18th century. Okay. He starts burning the letter in front of him. Mm -hmm. Just like to kind of distract him. While the other dude's sneaking up behind him with an axe. Mm -hmm. And then the axe gets caught. And so he's like, fucking get him. So they all tie him to a chair. And it's, it's weird because a lot of these people don't feel very murderous yeah because they're all artists and they're all they're, just trying to make money yeah well they're also get money they're using the murders more of an expression of art it's yeah. almost like it's not that like it's it's more of like i mean uh the mean justify the end kind of thing we're mm -hmm. like they're not really even thinking about it and yeah. the only person that th is thinking about it rationally is sky mm-hmm Cause she's like, she doesn't want to, it seems like she doesn't want to seem uncool. Yeah. So she's just like, Hey, listen, I got a different idea. Mm -hmm. She's like eating the pumpkin bread and she's telling everybody like, Hey, how about this for an idea? We can go to, what was that guy's name? Did you spill <laughs> that on yourself? A lot. A lot? <laughs> That's tough. I'm sorry to hear that. Can you get paper towels? Anyway, Sky is eating the pumpkin bread and trying to tell them a different idea. There's a party. Um, what was that guy's name? I don't know. It was interesting. I don't think it's important at all. Well, because he pops back up, but anyways. But it's not important. Um, and She's eating the pumpkin bread, and she's explaining a new idea, and she like pulls a raisin out of her mouth while she's eating the pumpkin bed that Chris made. Chris is tied to a chair. And chained in rope and gagged. And she pulls a raisin out of her mouth and she looks at Chris and she's like, Is there raisins in this? And he like nods his head. She's like, Are they organic? <laughs> and he shakes his head no. And Lexi's like, Oh shit, you're gonna die. Like, just casual as fuck. Like, oh shit, you're gonna die. She's like, No, I just get dizzy. So she like sits down on a box. She's allergic to the preservatives, is yeah. what she said, which is like, I feel like there's preservatives in every ingredient probably in that pumpkin bread, but... That's a good point. Yeah. Well, what else is in the pumpkin bread besides... Well, like, she didn't know it was fresh pumpkin. It could have been the pumpkin in the can. True. Mm -hmm. No, because he used the pumpkin from outside. Right, but how did she know that? That's a good point. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> anyway. That's so gross that he used... I, did, I just put that together. He used yeah. a smashed pumpkin outside of his house to make pumpkin bread to mm -hmm. take to a party. That's fucking disgusting. It's recycling. I just don't think you should be giving pumpkin bread to people. I mean, you cooked it. You don't even know how it was smashed. Nope. Dog shit shoes. You want to eat that pumpkin bread? <laughs> I mean, if it's been cooked, it's probably fine. Alright. 
It really depends on how long that pumpkin's been out there, though. That's yeah. the real factor. It also looked pretty clean. But um, she, yeah, she gets dizzy, so she sits down, and then she falls over and smacks her. Like, she, like... Smacked her head in a, on a pipe that was... Yeah. Like a lead pipe that was out there. And I thought she was immediately dead, but she sat back up, and I was like, Hello? She's not dead, and but then she turns her head, and you can see there's a huge gash, yeah. and it is spurting blood. The blood work in this movie is really good. It's mm-hmm. very realistic, but mm-hmm. like... Very dark. Very dark, and it's like, the way that it falls is like, mm-hmm. yeah. But like, it's like just falling out the side of her head, and she goes, I love, love the lines right there, where it's like, it smells like cut grass. <laughs> and, and then she looks around the room, and she goes, what? And then falls over dead, mm-hmm. which is great. It's tough. It's tough, but it's uh, well written. Yeah, for sure. Well acted. Well done. And we also know that there's a guy Alexander coming who's got grant money. And, and they're uh, all like anxious about him. They are. He seems very important to all of them. Well, because he has that. the grant money. That's what yeah. they say. Yeah, and that's when we start to realize that they're doing this for a different. They're doing this for a reason, not just because they want to do, you know. Money is a motive. Money is a motive, but also I feel like the art is more of the motive there. Well, I think the money is the main motive because as soon as that's not in play anymore, they back out. Well, I think money is the main motive for Paul. And Lexi. I think drugs are the main motive for Lexi. I feel like it was the money because... I think it's the art and the drugs that are the main motive for Lexi. Why Why the drugs? Because she's a drug addict? Right, she's doing the drugs, but like she has the drugs already. I mean... <laughs> what, are, what are you saying? That she's wanting the grant money. So I think, that she well, can... They, yeah, they all for sure want the grant money. Yeah. But I don't think it's the only reason that they're all there. No, yeah. but it's the main motive. Sure. <laughs> okay. <laughs> because as soon as that's not in play anymore, they all uh, don't want to kill. Well, for kill her and for... Paul, at least. But we know that Marin, I think his name is, he's definitely just there because Lexi's there. Mackin or something. Mackin. Yeah. He's definitely just there because Lexi's there. Mm-hmm. And then Bill is just there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think... For build is the art, and then once he the art gets trashed, yeah. his art gets trashed on. It's everybody, everybody dies. Time. Yeah, but anyway, that's too far yeah, ahead. Let's, let's back up a little bit. Alexander's coming, so they they hide Sky's body in a refrigerator. And uh, does anything happen before Alexander shows up? No, they do that because Alexander's there. Mm-hmm. Alexander comes in. Um, He's definitely got a swagger and an attitude about him as soon as he walks in, mm-hmm. and he is also dressed as an 18th century vampire. Eh, he just looks gothic to me, or like if Nicolas Cage was a vampire in well, like the he, 90s. He came in with vampire teeth. Oh, right. Yeah. He came in with Nicolas Cage vampire teeth, plastic ones. Right. <laughs> but, uh, so he sees Paul... He's got somebody with him, this tall Russian guy. He looks like Russian Michael Sarah. (laughs) 
Yeah, he does. <laughs> yeah. Uh, He's like, this is my drug dealer and my best friend. Mm-hmm. Um, he had a cool name, but I can't remember. Like, Zyko. Zyko, yeah. Yeah. And he walks in with Zyko, and he sees Paul, and he says, hey, man, where are you? What are you dressed as? He's like, 18th century vampire. He's like, oh, no way, me too. Cool teeth, because he has the resin teeth mm-hmm. instead of just the plastic fangs. He's like, take out your fangs. He's like, what? Take out your fangs. He's like, I don't want to do that. He's like, okay, Zyko, shoot him. Or he just goes Zyko, and Zyko pulls a fucking gun on him. So he takes out his resin teeth, and he's like, now take off your vampire jacket. Yeah. Now take off your vampire shirt. Now take off your vampire pants. And then he's wearing a fucking Speedo Mm -hmm. and a fucking band t-shirt. He also comes in with a dog. Right, Alexander does. Hellhammer. Hammer. Yep. Wall names in this movie. Yep. And the dog uh, starts to sniff the fridge, so Lexi puts puts the dog outside, so that he won't he won't alert uh, Alexander to Sky's body. Which is so weird that they're so worried about that. Yeah. Considering the plan for tonight is murder. Yeah. I think it's just because it was unplanned. Right, they didn't really? want to seem like doofuses. Yeah. Yeah. Which they did. <laughs> they did. What's the next thing that happens? Pretty much Alexander just like asserts his dominance and then we find out that they're still trying to figure out what how they're going to be killing. Alright, he asked for pitches. Alexander and like and he asks them what they think they should do, like each artist and whoever has the best idea I guess is supposed to get the grant money. And I was like, this should have been decided already. Yeah. Somebody, before before they had the person there, they should have known how they were going to kill him for sure. But then as they're all arguing and talking about what food to get. Oh, yeah. Because they're, they're all hungry. Um, uh, I want to say cr- real quick, though, like they're talking about what they should do. Mm-hmm. And then Alexander goes on this big rant. And he's just like. Let's not do it this way. Let's not do it that way. When the coroner report comes back, I want the cause of death to be art. art. And <laughs> they start clapping. And he was like, the art of the murder is the act itself. Yeah. So we're just going to stab him, which yeah. which is it's so funny. <laughs> yeah. They're like, like trying to figure out these big elaborate ways to kill him. And he's just like, you know, really just murder. Yeah, is fine. murder is the art. Yeah. So. He's like, you guys aren't thinking far ahead enough. Not thinking far enough ahead. And then he's like, full loop. It's actually just real simple. But, mm-hmm. yeah. And then they start arguing about what they want for food. Yeah. And then Alexander, not Alexander, Chris uh, escapes. He gets out of his it. rope. They start chasing him around the warehouse, and each one, like, attacks him in different ways, and each one fails in mm-hmm. pretty goofy ways. Yes. Um, it's, it's probably the goofiest part of the, of the movie, like, because no, nothing really bad has happened yet. There's been an accidental death, but the stakes aren't too high, and... Mackin has his plug-in chainsaw. Mm-hmm. And then he gets too far away from the plug, and 
can't do anything. Yeah, um, Lexi just runs around screaming the whole time. Yeah. Um, but then he goes into this closet. One of my favorite sequences. <laughs> Chris goes into a closet to try and get away from them. Uh, but there's no way out, so he is looking around at all the things he could possibly use in there. He looks and he sees a pipe. He looks and he sees a basket of stuff. He looks and he sees a fire uh, a fire hydrant. Nope, that's not what called. A fire, fire extinguisher. extinguisher. And so you think that he's going to run out there with a fire extinguisher, but he runs and out like, there with everything he looked at. Yeah, just holding them. <laughs> and then he like kind of tosses throws them out so and then like tries to do a fake out does a little yeah a little juke (laughs) yeah and then makes a break for the door and everybody just stands there staring at him because it's so goofy but yeah he tries to make a break for the door but is pretty pretty immediately caught yeah and then he's tied back up oh right after he killed sky mac and goes over there and he's like yelling at him and he picks up a jug of acid and he throws it on him and he's like screaming at him and then immediately it's just like, I'm so sorry. Oh, yeah. yeah. I don't know why I did that. Yeah, I felt yeah. bad for Mackin the whole time. Mackin is truly the victim. Yeah, he was the <laughs> nicest one. Yeah. Easily. Um. I mean, Sky was probably the nicest one, but oh yeah. Then Sky she, died really. You don't get to know her yeah. very much. And then from there. After he's tied back up, Zyko says that he's bored to Alexander. So they decide that they're going to do truth serum all together. Mm-hmm. And so they shoot up everybody but Alexander. Alexander fake takes it. And... <laughs> then they just talk. They just sit around and talk for a while. They start doing puns. Yeah, they start doing puns immediately. And I was like, oh, please. And then... Stop. But, because uh, I guess a part of that is you get like real goofy and laughy first. Yeah. And then uh, Chris hears them all doing puns and he starts like clapping his feet at him, like mm-hmm. laughing at their puns. And they're like, he has something to say. So they go over and pull his mouth down. He's like, I think I missed my opportunity. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, no, man, just say he's like, it's not going to be funny anymore. He's like, guys, I think we should kill him right now. And he's like, no, I'll say it. I'll say it. I'll say it. And then he tells two bad puns. Mm-hmm. And they laugh at the last one. Yeah. And they bring him in the circle with the truth serum. And... I think he said, I don't deserve to be punished. That's the one that they laughed at. The yeah. first one he said was, I'm having one heck of a night. A crazy night. <laughs> one heck of a crazy night. And he said, like, K, like, with the... He said, like, oh, with, with, with a K. crazy night. Yeah. Oh, I just got it. <laughs> <laughs> Two, Two hours later. Because he said... With a K, like like the costume, I was like, crazy with a K. <laughs> Where's the pun there? Shit. Well, that was a pretty good one actually. <laughs> <laughs> was it? I mean, <laughs> I don't remember the other one, so I guess it stuck with me. But... Yeah. Then there, um get to the point of the truth serum where they just want to start like spilling secrets Mm -hmm. and Mackin tells Lexi that when they hung out two years ago when they were eating ice cream with each other after she left he picked up her ice cream stick yeah and he he pulls it it out of his pocket (laughs) 
This is a fuck bag. I'm like, oh no. Back in. You Back poor thing. In. And he went says, I love you straight to her and, and nobody says anything about it. Yeah. And we this is where we kinda learned the most about Everybody. the artists and like how they their relationships with each other too. I feel like about everybody um, in the room. Yeah. Also, Alexander and Lexi fucked before this. Was that? No, it wasn't before that. Pretty sure it was. Oh, maybe it was. Oh, yeah, because Mackin walks in with the... Yeah, the food. Yeah. And then Paul is like, I know I can lie. Ask me a question. He was like, okay, what's your favorite color? And he's like, blue. See, it's purple. (laughs) So funny. Yeah. And then he's like, I can lie, ask me another question. And then Lexi's like, well, we all know what your favorite food is. What's your favorite food? And then Paul goes, I think I'm, I'm bisexual. bisexual. I think says, ev- I'm bisexual. He says, I'm bisexual. I think everybody in the world probably is. Yeah. <laughs> Which, same. Yeah, true. <laughs> and that's when I, I was like, I like, I like whoever wrote this. Yeah. <laughs> and there's just a lot of witty banter. Um, But pretty much you find out that uh, Paul is bisexual. Um, Mackin is into Lexi, and because mm-hmm. she does not care about him. No, she doesn't. Lexi. Um, she cares about him, but it's a different deal. I don't think she cared about him at all. You don't think Lexi cared about Mackin at all? Not really. I have a problem with that, and I'll explain why when we get there. Okay, and then Bill. We find out that nobody really likes him, and he does not like everybody else. His question to the group was, uh, what do you guys say about me when I'm not around? Yeah. And Mac is like, I'm mostly just talking about Lexi. Yeah. And And then then they're like, we're kicking you out of the collective or something. And then he, like, silently to himself is like, I hate all of you or something. Yeah, I think that's exactly what he says. Um... And then you're like, ooh. <laughs> and then they ask uh, Zyko, what is it like to be a drug dealer? Mm-hmm. And Zyko's like, it's better than selling pierogies, but I hate dealing with N-words. Mm-hmm. And everybody in the room is like, whoa. Even though it's like a room full of like murderers, they're like, mm-hmm. whoa. <laughs> <laughs> and then Lexi goes on a big tangent. About like, how that word is like the most powerful word in America. Yeah. And then Mac is like, can we talk about something else? And she's like, see? (laughs) See how that made you so uncomfortable? Yeah. Which I think she's right, to be honest. It it probably is the most powerful word in America. She wasn't, like, saying anything specific. Like, Mm -hmm. that wasn't, like, a proven fact. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, like, a getting to know them kind of thing. Paul also said, while he was on the truth serum, that he wrote a letter to Santa Claus that he wished he wasn't Jewish anymore. Thing. <laughs> There's a lot that happens There's in that scene. There's a lot of that little one. Um, Alexander says he doesn't have 300000 for a grant. He has closer to half a million. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that's about all we need to talk about. Well, then Chris just starts talking randomly out of nowhere. And he's like, um, I work for the NYPD. And they're like, oh, shit, you're a fucking cop. He's like, not really. Yeah. I'm a meter maid, Mm -hmm. and if I were to die tonight, nobody would know I'm gone. And then he passes out. Yeah, and then that's when they all 
Mackin goes out and gets the cake. Mm-hmm. Lexi and Alexander fuck. Well, you see Mackin's like kind of beat up about it. Yeah, and he starts drinking a lot. Yeah. Like a lot, a lot. Paul's still so focused on getting this picture right, mm-hmm. which you could see that's where what what his focus was like. Cause when this movie does a great job of building the characters slowly, I feel like, cause like you kind of get a start to get a feel of their personalities when they're asked how they're gonna do the murder. You learn a lot about them during the truth serum section, uh, and just like then throughout uh the reactions to paul like or not paul uh alexander i really don't remember the order of events that happened uh mac is drinking a lot paul's focused on this picture so paul calls somebody to come mm-hmm. i think that happens earlier that he calls them but then they show up mm-hmm. and it's his assistant and everybody's like what the fuck are you doing mm-hmm. <laughs> you know this is a private party and then um while Paul and Alexander are arguing, Mackin goes outside to smoke a cigarette, but he is covered in alcohol. First thing that happens before that, though, is he tells Bill to go take care of the dog. Bill's down there doing a painting. Tells Bill to go take care of the dog real quick. Mm-hmm. And Bill goes out there, and he's just standing in front of the dog going, I hate you. <laughs> oh, yeah. I kill the fussy ones, he says. But um, then they're all standing around his art talking shit about it. Walks back in on them talking shit about it, and he's like, should we get on with the murders then? And then Mackin's like, not yet. I'm going to go smoke. I think that's the order that that happens in, yeah? I have no idea. I don't know. I don't remember either. It's been a minute. Never seen the movie, actually. <laughs> but, um, You're the one I've seen it six times. Yeah, I know. That whole little tidbit's kind of a blur, though, because a lot happens really quick. Mackin goes outside and smoke a, smokes a cigarette. He, like I said, he is covered in alcohol, so when he goes to light it, he catches on fire. He's outside screaming, and nobody's hearing him until the dog starts barking. He pulls his wolf mask down, and he lights a cigarette. He, like, he's talking to the dog, and he goes, I've always wanted to be a dog. Pulls his wolf mask down, starts smoking a cigarette. The fire ignites him, yeah, and then nobody notices until the dog starts barking. And... Uh, Lexi goes out there and then like uh, you know obviously sees that he's on fire she runs in to get a fire extinguisher and the first one she grabs doesn't work so she uh, runs in again to get a second one and has the assistant come with her to get the uh, uh, to have a second fire extinguisher there and she they run (laughs) what (laughs) what there's an argument happening during this because it's just there's so much happening. I know, I that's like why I'm trying to explain enough. one thing at a time. Yeah, sorry. Okay. <laughs> I was trying not to say anything, then you asked me what I was It looked like you were really Because I was trying to hold to on I was trying to hold anything. on to that thought also. Okay. Takes out the assistant with the other fire. Yeah, and so they sure. put him out and carry back him back in. And that whole time, Paul and Alexander are arguing. And, and then and then Paul gets the truth serum from somewhere. Uh, and during the chaos, injects uh, Alexander with it. And then they finally are able to get truth out of him. Mm-hmm. And instead of him being, being like a rich guy, um, 
He's a fry cook that lives with his grandma. He's a fry cook that lives with his grandma. And he writes down a bunch of uh, random shit in his little notebook that they wanted to get from him. And they f- pretty much he made everything up and like was just charismatic enough to get away with it. Yeah, they find out that his plan was to get a bunch of their art, kill them. And then sell their art because then their art would matter because they're dead. Yeah. Also, before that, at some point, Paul and uh, Alexander do fuck. Yeah. Don't remember. Have Which, a clue when that happens. But I mean, it's after life. They look at each other and I was like, are they going to? And then they did. Yeah. <laughs> after the truth serum. And then uh, Zyko walks back in after they get all the truth out of him and stuff. Mm-hmm. Paul's back over there t- trying to take his picture. Mm-hmm. And, uh... Zyko walked back in because he went to get... Drug... Crank. Crank. <laughs> crank for Alexander. And fish and chips. And fish and chips. Um, and he brings back a lot of crank, um, but then the dog gets it, and that's important for later. Dog doesn't get it until later. I think he gets it right there. Does he? Okay. Yeah. Then uh, Alexander sees Zyko walk back, and he's like, Oh, hey, man. Shoot Paul in the face. Yeah. And so he shoots Paul. Paul turns around pissed off. Yeah. He shoots Paul through the head, and Paul is up standing and talking for a little while after that. He shoots Paul in the head, and Paul says something like, Are you fucking kidding me right now? Like, because he was just about to get the picture. Yeah. And, like, as he's taking it, he gets shot. He's like, Just let me finish. That's what he keeps saying as he's dying. It's just Mm -hmm. let me finish. And then, like, he hits the ground, and he's looking at Zyko's shoes, and he goes, You got stupid shoes. Yeah. And then this is where a whole lot starts happening really quick because Lexi brings back in uh, Mackin. All right, I guess that was a little bit before that. Yeah, I already said that. Yeah. And then um, he tells he tells uh, Zyko to kill everybody. Yeah. So then Lexi starts wrestling Zyko. No, Zyko shoots the assistant lady. So she's oh, yeah. killed very quickly. Um, and then... Lexi starts wrestling with her. Mackin comes to and is all fucked up in the face. Which, yeah, his his wolf mask is infused in his face. That's why I mentioned the line earlier when he says, I always wanted to be a dog. Because mm-hmm. then right after that, he gets... And then he kind of wakes up, pulls his hood back, and starts howling. Uh-huh. Yeah. There's a lot of... A big thing I like about this movie, too, is nothing is really... Like, everything has intention. Mm-hmm. Everything's on purpose. Yeah. Um, and a lot of lines come back to play later and stuff like that. Like, when uh, Bill's game says everybody dies. Because Bill goes into a mode at this point. Yeah. And. Well, first, Mackin um, comes to mm-hmm. and gets his chainsaw. And... Um, goes to help Lexi because that's his that's his girl and uh cuts the cuts Psycho's um leg yeah and also at this point I believe um Alexander is trying to leave because he's like this is a shit show you know this this is what it is um and so he's trying to leave but his dog that has ingested um, 
Crank goes after him and like he comes back and his face is bitten off or like yeah. his, around his mouth is his bitten teeth off. are like all exposed and yeah. shit. And so he kind of he kind of dies that way. Um. And then Bill or Lexi, once she's freed, goes to um free uh Chris. She goes to take his chains off. Which we both were like, why? Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I mean, if she didn't, nobody was going to. Also, and he was going to Lexi die. being the only person that cares that Mackin's on fire is the reason why I was saying that she does care about him in some way. I mean, yeah, in some way, I guess. But she wasn't, like, upset about it. She was just like, I gotta put this fire out. Yeah. I guess. But, like, she... Uh, that's was her only concern was putting the fire out, you think? I think so. Because, like, she just brought him back. Like, you can't have a man on fire outside of a warehouse where you're about to kill someone. I guess. I guess that makes sense. Um... And then she brings him back in and, like, he helps her and everything. She doesn't say anything to him. Well, she doesn't have much time to. Because that's when Bill gets into Bill mode. Mm -hmm. And he's saying everybody dies. And he whacks Lexi in the back of the head. With the axe. With the axe. Uh, Chris makes a run for it. And then he starts beating in Alexander's head. Which it turns out Alexander's name is Tim. Mm -hmm. So he's saying, like... Is this what you wanted, Timmy? Like, while he's beating in his head. Mackin is unconscious for some reason or another. And then there's a... Because his face was burnt. Well, yeah. Off. But he had already got Zyko. I... Right, I'm sure that exerted a lot of energy. Yeah, and then there's a big, long chase scene. <laughs> of Chris trying to get, get away from Bill. Mm -hmm. Um... And it takes them a while to, like, get out of the warehouse. and But also, Mackin comes to again and is also chasing them with his chainsaw. Which I thought he had it plugged in the whole time to, like, the world's longest extension cord. But he was like just it. carrying the cord. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, it looked funny for a while. And then we end up at this party that they were talking about earlier in the day. Mm -hmm. And it's a live art, like, uh live human art installation yeah with the dude that they were talking about yeah that had the party and then chris well first before we get to this party chris <laughs> as soon as he gets out of the building <laughs> they're on a rooftop and he goes and immediately starts taking a piss and he's like watching the door mm -hmm. and then uh bill runs out of the door and he's like still pissing like he's still taking the time to like finish and mm -hmm. Shake his dick after he's done. Yeah. And then he starts running again. And then he finds a good hiding spot from Bill. And then his anxiety medication alarm starts going off. <laughs> I think it's anxiety. I don't know. They don't really say. Yeah, they don't say. I don't think you can really see the label either. Yeah. But uh, he's hiding and his shit starts going off. So he's running away from him. But as he's running away from him... Stops again to actually take his medication. Yeah, that shit blew my mind. <laughs> you yelled, I Chris! Yelled at at him. <laughs> my uh, guy! Then we get to this party. He's chased into a room where there's a bunch of 
It's a low-budget movie, and I'm surprised it took this long for us to see tits. Because <laughs> it's a room full of shirtless women and one guy sitting in the middle. Well, they're all painted, too. Yeah. They're all, like... Just... I think pretty much everyone's just about naked. Yeah. I think the guys might have pants on. The guy had one... underwear and his wife beater on. Okay. I thought there were several men. There was one other women. guy with a gas mask and a t-shirt on. All right. Um, yeah. Uh, and then there's a, a poster on the wall that says art? Question mark. Yeah. Which I die at every time. Because mm-hmm. that's so funny. I don't think there's anything funnier to me than art question mark. Yeah. Get that tattooed on your body. Maybe I will. <laughs> Actually, that's not a bad idea for mm. a tattoo for me. Um, I can see it. Yeah. Just I get a bunch of tattoos, but they're all art question mark. God. <laughs> and then he's found in this room by Bill, who has the axe, and he's, he goes... uh. Chris says to the people in the room, he's like, we all have to fight him or we're going to die. The guy goes, I'm not a fighter, I'm a lover. And then Bill puts an axe in his shoulder mm-hmm. and Bill kills everybody in the room. And Chris is like, why? Chris why is you... screaming yeah. and covering his ears. He's like, it's why? Terrible. Why do you keep killing everybody? Why are mm-hmm. you killing everyone? Yeah. Feels like everyone must die. Or everybody dies is what this thing is. Yeah, everyone dies. Um, And at this point, they have come across many a people yeah um there's there were people like outside the building yeah bill keeps stopping and being normal yeah like when they first get into the party he doesn't see him anywhere so he stops and orders a drink and then when he can't find him later as he's chasing him he runs into his friend and he's like hey man your art's real good uh we should get you an installation here and then he says something about alexander and bill goes back into bill mode yeah uh, but at, um, Mackin catches up to the party at this point because mm-hmm. he was like kind of chasing the chase that whole time. Yeah. And uh, he finds a place to plug in his chainsaw. He plugs it up and immediately falls over the back. Yeah. Right as Chris is accepting his fate and just kind of walking towards Bill. Yeah. Ready to be killed. Mackin falls past that window. His chainsaw stays plugged in right there. And then Chris reaches out the window, pulls it out. And probably the best... Uh, gore in the movie yeah for puts sure. the chainsaw into bill's face bill yeah. screaming that that the whole scene looks really good and i have no fucking idea how they did it i'm pretty sure it's a fake head i don't think so the it's eyes are moving head at some points and then the other points is in the actor with like a fake chainsaw even on s- his face even still like how like how do they get the uh chain moving i didn't think it was it was i was watching it to make sure it was it just looked really good top to bottom. Like, it's hard yeah. to find a mistake with it or, like, figure out how they did it. Real magician level shit. Chris walks out, hands the phone to somebody and says, it's real. Walks home. Yeah, the security guard yeah. there. Who did a terrible job. <laughs> he just let them in. Bad security. Yeah. Really, they both ran past him, too, which yeah. is crazy. One was carrying an axe. <laughs> <laughs> the other one was covered in blood. Mm-hmm. I don't think, I don't think Chris was covered in blood at that point. Maybe not. No, he wasn't. But Chris uh, tries to get on the train to go home, and he doesn't have his wallet, mm-hmm. so he has to walk all night back to his house, covered yeah. in blood. 
Nobody stops him. Gets home. And uh, Sir Lancelot gives him his spot. Mm-hmm. And he eats candy corn, and that is the end of the movie. Yeah. What would you rate it? Probably three drinks, I think, to enjoy it at the optimum level. Yeah, I'd say it's two shots for sure. Mm-hmm. I th- it's definitely good. Yeah. But definitely funner with drinks. Yeah, for sure. Um, a Make a drinky of... game out of it. Take a drink anytime somebody says dildo. <laughs> yeah, something I, I find to be a huge problem for a lot of low-budget movies is, like, just an abysmal script, like, just terrible dialogue. And this did not have that problem yes. at all. So... You know, it's it's kind of a little bit goofy, a little bit just kind of charming in like a student film way. Yeah, if it, um, I feel like if it had more resources put into it, it could have been something like. I don't think it necessarily talked about more needed more resources, but maybe just more time, more full length sequences for some of the things. Um. Just because I feel I think... like with the story, yeah, let me finish. Sorry. Um, with the story and, like, the concept, I think it's better low budget. If they had had more money, I think that it would have just gone to, like, gore, like, special effects. That probably does it for this one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, uh, it's bedtime. <laughs> yeah. Is also, this movie is not free on anything, unfortunately. Um, I watched it by doing a free uh, week trial with one of the, like, channel things on Prime. So if you want to watch it, you can do that. It'll be free for seven days. You'll just have to cancel it. Um, it is, like I said, just a charming little Halloween movie that's fun and kind of refreshing in a lot of its dialogue and um how it plays out as well uh it's one of my favorites Mm -hmm. like i said i watched it like five times the first time i watched it just because yeah gotcha what what do you like so much about it um there's it's got good gore Mm -hmm. which is always nice especially like in this one it's like so seamless and well done um and then everything exists in the movie for a reason which is nice like even like just sir lancelot not giving him his seat in the beginning Mm -hmm. has its purpose and it's to show later in the movie that um he will stand his ground Mm -hmm. he's capable of doing that instead of giving up when sir lancelot won't get up he sticks it out and yeah, just like little dialogue pieces that come together well. Like uh, when he's quoting Edgar Allan Poe, and he's like, "A knock came at the chamber door," and then there's some somebody starts knocking. Yeah. Or when he tells the dog, he's like, "I always wanted to be a dog." Also, him saying, uh, after he says that, before he lights his cigarette, he says, "I'm about to tell you something that I've never told anybody," and then it isn't said. Oh, I didn't even realize that. And then it's for nobody to know ever, mm-hmm. which I always love. I love things up to open interp- interpretation. Gotcha. That's why I love Quentin Tarantino movies and stuff like that, too, because mm-hmm. 
Quentin Tarantino lets you make part of the movie with him. Mm-hmm. So just stuff like that. Gotcha. The comedy is real up there for my taste in comedy. It's mm-hmm. witty. It's dry. <laughs> yeah. Very dry. That is Murder Party 2007. Oh, did we ever say the director? Oh, you would. We did. We did at the beginning. Can't remember their name, but um, yeah, they did a pretty good job. Keep uh, keep uh, keep up with us for this uh, exciting October spooky season. Getting drunk for spooky reasons. Getting drunk for spooky reasons. Uh, and next time we'll be watching a a uh, a new um horror staple, I would say. A staple for sure. Um, and I'm I'm really really looking forward to that one. Yep, Midsummer. I haven't seen that one, so that'll oh, be fun. Every single one of Ari Aster's movies like gives me anxiety, which I believe and, also like, really has a big big drug scene in it too. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Alrighty, guys. You're right. Um, boo, ghost noise. <laughs> ooh. <laughs> this one. May I say? May I continue by saying <laughs> ooh? <laughs> you may. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I realized what you said just now. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> Do it again. This one. <laughs> Wait, uh, can you do a this one, but it's like Dracula? A this one. <laughs> you did it. A this one. A this one. <laughs>